0: Hi, I'm Brandon.
1: Hi, I'm Wendy. We reread stuff. When did you last read My Favorite Thing is Monsters?
0: 2019 was the last time I read this. On your recommendation. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. <laughs>
0: That's two in a row.
1: It really, yeah, this was another one. I'm pretty sure that my Goodreads review is something really stupid like... I can't review this book without swearing because it's that effing good, or something. (laughs) I just was, this is absolutely my jam. Love this. So I think 2017 I think was the date, though I might be misremembering. And then uh, this is another one I pick up every once in a while and kind of page through, though I haven't actually sat down and read it, Mm -hmm. you know, in in a lot of years. Uh, I did, I used to do a just an assignment in class, and I used uh, this example, right? So I just said, okay, like, if we're going to do, like, sort of uh, a review that uses uh, images, what might we do? And I said, okay, here's my model, and I did mine. Uh, my favorite thing is monsters, and just so that I can gush over the art and the story and all the things I love about it.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, I mean, off the bat, like, it is it's very weird to try and think of comparing this to... Like regular comics, because I've never seen art in this style with the crosshatching and the use of color. I, I don't think anybody else works like this. And I, I think I read she works with like ballpoint pens, yeah, is how she does everything. And like a full page spread, like the Ghastly Covers, those have got to just take forever, yeah, and they're beautiful.
1: Yeah, because I think it's just like a standard set of like Bic ball pens. So the, the green, the red, the the blue, the black. It's Yeah, it's amazing. And I love that the whole thing is on the lined notebook paper. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool art style and it, it fits the theme and the, the main character. Just it's perfect, I think, in that way. And it's really cool to just kind of get lost in those cross-hatching or to see where color comes into play and when it's black and white.
0: Oh, yeah. I just... A random, like, two-page spread. Mm -hmm. You've got the giant monster guy with the tongue that becomes the stair carpet. And, oh. Yeah.
1: And when she talks... (laughs) Oh, yeah. No. I I was going to say,
0: I was really looking forward to reading this again because I did remember really liking it. Mm -hmm. I forgot... Mm -hmm how dark the story is Mm -hmm. and the things that are covered in here. It just, emotional punch after emotional punch, again with the reread.
1: Yeah, same here. Uh, I had remembered that it was dark, but when you sink in and you spend time with her and her family and Anka's story and and just that theme of what's monstrous and what isn't, it's amazing, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm invested, I'm in it, uh, and as they say, all the feels, right, just... Well, it's,
0: it's what makes the ending so difficult, because there's no ending, yeah. right? It, it's, it's in progress, and there's probably at least one more of these giant volumes to come to finish the story. Yeah, and hopefully. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so upsetting if there was no ending to this. Because it is—it's wonderful, and it gets you involved in everybody in here, and you just want Karen to be okay, even though you know that's—that's that's a tall order yeah. for someone in that position.
1: Yeah, I, I love her as a as a main character. Obviously, you know, a smart kid, a creative kid, um, but just the idea that you know. She, she you know identifies i guess like as this or, you know when she's depicting herself right it's as this werewolf character which is such a great way to think about somebody struggling but also that and i like that it's balanced because it isn't just a like we're using a werewolf as a metaphor for xyz sure. it's also i love pulpy monster comics and also i want to save my family I, I want you know all of those things in it's just wonderful. I love her. I love her relationship with her brother. You know, when just that throwaway, like, oh, he likes surreal art, and so much of it permeates these pages, and it just seems like such a a way to honor, you know, like that character and that art style and the power of it. So cool.
0: Well, it, it's it was one of one of the notes that I took in the beginning was because again I didn't remember hardly anything about this was that you know Karen is a ten year old. Mm-hmm. But she knows an awful lot about art. And then over the course of the book, you read it, and you realize this is how she and her brother connect, where he teaches her about art. And she's super into it, and he's super into it. And it's it's that great family relationship that Karen doesn't really get anywhere else.
1: And it's, yeah, it's presented like over time. It feels really natural. Um, you know, again, get not a lot of info dumps, uh, you know, like long passages, but yeah, not a, not a big long narrative, you know, like sort of blah, blah, blah. And then, and then have it going. You can maybe get it. It might be a mention in a panel. It might be a little detail that you pick up. Uh, and then sometimes it is a, you know, very straightforward, like, no, this is, this is what he means. And I, I like that kind of balance. It's really cool. Yeah. Amazing. And then when it switches into other stories and... I just, I guess I never quite know what to expect. There's certainly, it's not that it doesn't have continuity, but it's always, you know, some other part of a story or it's, oh, you know, all these moving pieces moving forward. And then just, yeah, I'm going to turn the page and, oh, look, here's a weird monster that's a melting eyeball or...
0: (laughs) Yeah, the, the pulp magazine covers in here are incredible. The recreations of... Famous art, art, just jaw-dropping. And then, I mean, there's all the little details about the family life. Uh, one of the things that I really love is the Jesus clock in their kitchen, <laughs> where the it, and I knew like I mean this is a this is a, a drawn page it is a static thing but as I'm reading it I'm like okay I know exactly what's going on you have got the tick-tock and the eyes are going back and forth it's like the cat clocks uh-huh. cuz Jesus can see you all the time <laughs> from any direction oh boy absolutely love it yeah and the relationship between Karen and her friend and everything about blood sisters and the way that kids can just grow apart and become mean to one another It so much of this feels so real and at times hard to read i mean it is very dense i it, you know this is not an easy read it's a big heavy long book i had to take breaks right for being a visual book, there is a lot of text in here, but even beyond that, it's, you get to things where you're getting into that extended Unka story section. And it it very much feels real. I mean, there's nothing in here that seems like, oh, there's no way that this actually could have happened. I mean, there, there is, it's just too believable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Uh, Yeah. It's a challenge. And you know, there's, there's different tones, but uh, yeah, I know I read it in little bits and pieces too. It is not one to for me anyways, you know, to curl up and sort of say, oh, I'm going to sink into this and I'm going to, it's like that is not this kind of read at all. I might read a few pages. I might read, and sometimes it's thematically like too much. And so this it's just, yeah, the art style is kind of overwhelming, right? I think it's it's almost like an an art book or a coffee table book, not one that you would have to necessarily be distanced from, but like pick up, soak in, and then, you know, go about your day. So I guess it was good that there might have been some delays <laughs> Uh, you know, in talking about it, because it's like, okay, yeah, and then I'll just, I'll put it aside. But it wasn't it wasn't the, oh, I'm going to put it aside because I don't care about it.
0: Absolutely not. No, it, it's wonderful. And it's also, with the dense art like that, it helped me to take breaks so then I could try and pay as much attention to each page as possible. Because on so many of them, there is so much going on.
1: Yeah, because a lot of them, I mean, there's nothing against, you know, Pages or art styles that have a lot of uh, like blank space—that's uh, certainly a cool choice. But this very seldom. Are there <laughs> any? I mean, I, it seems like every inch almost, except for that margin, right, is usually filled with stuff. I just, I just. Randomly opened up to the Jesus Clock, and yeah, it's just <laughs> hilarious. And uh, yeah, I guess I don't want to like, sort of give the impression that like this is nothing but darkness and sadness and violence. And there's clever parts and sweet parts, and but it does not sugarcoat. Oh no,
0: I mean anything. Karen has a mom who's dying of cancer, and then Karen's friends from school all have their own things going on. And, oh, it, I mean, it really is about kids that have to grow up too fast. Mm-hmm. And that's Karen, and it's Anka, and like everybody in this story yeah. has had to deal with things that are really hard and some people never have to deal
1: with. Yeah. Yeah, and the time period, the 60s, Chicago. You know, I felt it was believable, you know, when she had the... Not realization, but just I think articulated something that probably have been building a long time, which is talking about who are the monsters. Mm-hmm. Right? So she had dreamed about being like one kind of monster, and then there's the oh, well then there's these other kinds of monsters, and they are not good monsters, they are not interesting monsters, they're the people who kill and want conformity and it's a hard world. <laughs> and that's on top of, I guess, like what she learns about other people's histories and
0: there are, like you said, bright spots in here. Dee's not whipping Karen and them acting like he's whipping Karen. I it's the kind of thing I mean it's a wonderful thing, you know, yeah. for the brother to do. But also it's the kind of thing I, I can't remember if it's actually in the text where certainly the mom knows what's going on.
1: Yeah. So much of that can't remember. Oh, no, I just I had it. And then I blanked out on it. But I think it's it's similar kind of things. I think there was the, oh, when he was trying to tell her that monsters aren't real, and then kind of sees her reaction as like, real, real, really? And then just switches in that. It's like, yeah, that's a good moment. So I do hope that Volume 2 makes it someday. I know, I don't remember all of the story of what it took to get volume one done mm-hmm. but there was a lot if i recall and i think i saw people it was probably again on goodreads not an endorsement uh but you sort of talking about what was going on and i think there was a maybe a problem with the computer that had to get maybe a good fo- gofundme and i know there was health problems that she had i hope that you know those aren't getting worse but there's just so many things where i think oh no I want to know the answers to the mysteries. You say, I want to know that Karen's okay. I sure. want all of that. I guess, I mean, I don't want to like, send bad energy out into the universe or wish bad luck. But I mean, if volume two doesn't materialize, I, th- I think I'll still be, I mean, I have volume one. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's good. But boy, I would really like volume two. Oh,
0: absolutely. It doesn't really have an ending because it's not meant to be the end of the story. So yeah, I, I would, it would be rough to not have the end of this. Because then, I mean, you read it again and you gotta, you know, every time you get to the end, or at least for me, every time I get to the end, it'll it'll be like 10 pages before the end and I'll be like, oh shit, this doesn't have an ending.
1: Yep. Yeah. And I had, I had remembered, you know, so prepped, but... And I guess I mean the first time I read it. I mean, it's pretty clear, doesn't it? Say like from the start, like fall, yeah, book one. So yeah. you know, you know from the start, and then it's pretty apparent. You're like, oh no, they really meant it. You know, it's not a book one that has a conclusion and it's going to pick it up. It really is a a chop in the middle. And yet, you know, if if anyone's listening, <laughs> like, don't let that dissuade you from oh, from no. uh, checking it out because it really is pretty amazing. Another really good reread.
0: Absolutely. One of the things I really liked about Karen was how much. She really did feel like a kid. The idea of getting turned into a monster so you can turn your whole family into monsters to save them—that is a total kid solution. It really is, and I loved it.
1: Did too. Gosh, I, yeah. Again, bonded with that character so quickly, and just wanted to protect her and also say yes. Like that solution isn't going to work, but I do love that <laughs> that you have gone the monster route. What a great kid. And I guess as a little horror weirdo. (laughs) Yay! My people.
0: Uh, Yeah, you could... I I could just page through this book over and over looking at all the different things that are in here. I made a note about Karen's dream after her mom dies. And that section is just absolutely beautiful. It has that great dream logic and it keeps changing. and keeps changing art styles as it goes through the dream. And... Oh, it is so amazingly impressive.
1: Yeah. Super cool. Amazing talent. Just love every bit of it. Now we're just going to sit here and quietly page through these yep. books and look at the awesome yep. art. And yep. It's too good. Yep. Another victory. Yes.
0: Thanks for listening. Join us next month as we read Robin Sloan's Annabelle Scheme.